0: Do you think it's a bit boring? Yes. They're they're, they're doing their own version on Channel 5 quite soon called Fancy a Fuck for a Fiver, which I think would be a lot better. I love Channel 5. It's so tasteful, isn't it? I do like you. You're a great audience. Because I make a comment and you're all sort of going, yes, like that. Yes, I think you'll find your right on that one. That's great. Because I like to say, you know, I don't know what you think about people's lives that do tell you, whether you think we're going to spend our lives snorting cocaine off 14-year-old boys' (laughs) arses. Because we do. And um, that's the only reason I do it, really. But people treat us quite weirdly as well. You know, I was going up to Scotland a few months ago, and I was just like queuing up to get on the plane, and this stewardess says to me, ooh, there's three of you on this flight. (laughs) Three what? Three people over the weight allowance. <laughs> Three sad old fuckers that look like opera singers with mental illness. What? And she said, she said, no. Well, shall I tell you who the other two are? And I went, yes, please do. And she said, Millicent Martin and Madge from Neighbours. And then she said to me, would you like me to sit you with them? <laughs> like i've got anything to say to match from neighbors <laughs> apart from your hair's shit and your makeup's worse you know now the other thing a lot of celebrity people are doing recently is coming clean about the drug use so i thought why be any different let me just tell you what i've had um i've had uh, cocaine obviously um ecstasy uh lsd uh crack cannabis and amphetamines well, you get a bit bored waiting for the show to start, you know, you've got to uh, do your best. And in fact, last night I had seven E's, which is a shit hand at Scrabble and a lost. Um, now, I don't know whether you've been led to believe by some hideous tabloid um, that I don't like men. Who went here, here? Was that, um, was that a bloke or a woman? Go on, you can tell me, I'm not going to jump off the stage and sit on your face. Um, Let's face it, if I go back and take a run-up, the whole fucking lot of you are taken out in one go, aren't you? So I won't risk that. Who said, here, here, men are fantastic? You're not going to tell me, are you? You're too frightened. I won't do anything, I promise. I'm quite nice. No, because, I mean, I do take the piss out of blokes. Oh, big deal. Can they not take it, you know? And that's because I do actually believe that, um, that women have a right to be equal with men and to get the same money as men get for jobs and things like that. You know, I think that's fair enough. And I do really admire... Oh, ho, ho! Was that here, here? Oh, ho, ho! Was that support? Oh, ho, ho! No, it's not. Obviously some some miserable old fucker that's been dragged out by the missus tonight. (laughs) Thanks. Have I got to sit through that fat Lesbo's act again? (laughs) Can't we go and see Bernard Manning? (laughs) Face it, not much to choose between us, is there, really, in the looks department. Poor old Bernard. He's going to die soon. Hurrah. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's really mean, isn't it? Good. Um, <laughs> see what I like about Bernard Manning? I saw him snagging me off on the telly recently saying, I was rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Fucking Pot. Um, I was thinking, so What would it be like if, if women had male genitalia? Well, we wouldn't put up with that for a kick-off, would we? we'd take one look at the old testicles and we'd be down boots for some anti-wrinkle cream. Double quick, wouldn't we? I'm not going out with them looking like that, thank you. And we'd also probably make some nice little Lorashi type holders for them, wouldn't we? In sewing class. So they looked presentable. Because they don't look presentable men. And please never feel you have to get them out for our entertainment, because it's a huge mistake, or a small mistake, obviously, in a lot of cases. Some women, I must admit, do have a bit of a jaded view of men, and it's caused by something that's happened in their past. And I have to admit to this myself a little bit, because when I was 15 years old, I was involved in this rather weird incident with a bloke which uh, to some extent sort of affected my views, I suppose. Because I was actually away from home for the first time ever, 15 years old, and doing some voluntary work, down the pub in the evenings, getting very drunk indeed, and trying to pick up blokes, which is great fun when you're 15, isn't it? But the trouble is, if you're a teenager and you drink alcohol, it makes you do things you wouldn't normally do, doesn't it? Like trampolining, in my case. (laughs) You see, the thing is, once you start drinking and chatting up a member of the opposite sex, misunderstandings arise, don't they? And sometimes women, like young women, kind of feel pressured into sex. And you shouldn't do, you don't have to. There's lots of different ways of doing it. I mean, a guy I went out with when I was a teenager, we used to practice mutual masturbation. Me in my house, him in his. You know, it was uh, much more fun. And learn slowly, you know, if you're a young woman, don't be pressured into doing oral sex. In other words, don't bite off more than you can chew. <laughs> very wise words. No, because you see, the thing is, men and women do misunderstand each other all the time. And I'm sure you're aware of all these cases that end up in court when a man time of sexually attacks a woman. And the man will say something like, oh, well, she said no, but I thought she meant yes. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't happen the other way around, does it? Oh, no. I mean, if you say to a bloke, do you want to have sex with me? And he says, no. You know he's dead, don't you? <laughs> because they're straightforward like that. Don't you sometimes feel, if you're living with a member of the opposite sex, that it's a bit like being in a European art film with the wrong subtitles? Because you say something, but he interprets it completely differently. You know, you'll say something like, oh, I really fancy a nice cup of tea, and he reads, could you just pop your penis in my mouth? Now, (laughs) at what stage does that bit of communication get misinterpreted? It's bizarre, isn't it? And I think it's because our attitude to sex is totally different. And we've got to accept that, but we've somehow got to sort of explain it to each other. Like they say, don't they, that a lot of men treat women as objects rather than human beings. And I don't really think that works the other way around, although it's starting to a bit. But, you know, like I don't treat my husband like an object. Well, I do occasionally maybe when I get him to bend over and he gets his back quite badly burnt. But um, that's only when the ironing board's broken. And... And the thing is, we all have completely different sexual fantasies, don't we? We do. And uh, if you want to know the difference between fantasy and reality, uh, reality is uh, what you fucking get and fantasy is what you vote for, basically. So, and the thing is, I think men and women do fantasize differently. If If you look at a couple that have been together ages and they're having sex again and they're a bit bored with it, a bloke will fantasize, right, that he's having sex with somebody else, right? Whereas a woman in a similar position will fantasise that she's having sex with anybody else. <laughs> That's the way it works, isn't it? Because I went out with a guy for a while. And he said to me one night, um, tell me what your favourite sexual fantasy is. And I said, my favourite sexual fantasy is that you're quite nice to me occasionally. <laughs> Should we give it a go. And um, we tried it on Thursday.